Stay informed about the state of racing with RSN's Racing Pulse. Ray Song is putting in a run. Elstrom at the 200, the leader from Maccabi Diva. Ray Song winning ballot ain't seen nothing. It's Elstrom in front. 100 left to go. The danger, Maccabi Diva the outside. Elstrom in front. Maccabi Diva's desperately trying hard. Elstrom hanging on and won the Caulfield Cup. Elstrom by a head to Maccabi Diva. Two links away. Ray Song third. Food what a Caulfield Cup that was. Elstrom in 2004. 19 years ago, defeating a horse called Maccabi Diva, who would go on to be arguably the, arguably the greatest stay we've ever seen. And the man in the saddle on Elvstrom winning his first Caulfield Cup was Nash for a winner, and he's, he's back to hopefully make it to this weekend on Montefilia. Nash, good morning to you. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Very well indeed. Gee, I can't believe that's 19 years ago. <laughs> Quite amazing, isn't it, Quickly, time flies. Yeah, he was an amazing horse, Elstrom. He's probably a little underrated when we go back through the history of Australian racing and the great horses we've produced. Yeah, look, I think um, quite often when when people look back on the great Caulfield Cups over the years, which there's been a lot of them, um, he's often sort of mentioned in their top sort of... Yeah, look, he was a fantastic horse. Just, just, he never sort of got to the bottom, bottom of him, and um, yeah, just he, he's he, he's willing to win, and his fight was um, quite amazing. It's great what, to be a part of. What were your memories of that day? Because I, I think he was favourite from memory. Yeah, look, he was. He was. He was in terrific form. Trained at the minute. Um, Daniel Basil had him in just fantastic order. Um, look, he, he won the Turnbull and the um, Underwood as lead ups and. And, you know, I guess um, at a weight, I think it's 54 and a half. And, uh, yeah, look, it was never sort of really the plan to lead and, and things like that. But he, he jumped sort of a length in front and loved, loved there. And it took me a while to get him to sort of prick his ears and switch off. But he, he got into a beautiful rhythm from sort of halfway down the back straight there before he started to go up the hill. And, and um, yeah, look, from the, from the 600 on, he was going to be... He took you on a great world tour as well. You won that race over in Dubai, and then uh, he performed well uh, without winning over in Europe as well. He did, yeah. Look, he, he ran some incredible races over there. He, he was second um, in France and um, and Europe. You know, obviously uh, at Ascot there, and um, uh, so a couple of really good placings. You know, which sort of rounded up his career, and and would have been, you know, obviously um, a dream come true had he had he been able to win another one over over there in Europe. But um, yeah, I think I think the race in Dubai certainly, uh, you know, that that made the trip all worthwhile. Uh, you get another chance with Montefilia this year, and I know she's run well in the Caulfield Cup previously, and. Uh, it may not have been the, the the strongest hill stakes, but gee, the way she hit the line uh, last start, if she can draw a good gate in what looks an open Caulfield Cup this year, are you confident she can be right in the finish? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, she looks. She's just starting to um, hit form at the right time. Um, you know, imagine form. They're always you got to be respectful of, and, and you know, Chris had a looking at a million dollars. Weekend, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident she's going to be, you know, to be, you know, it's a, obviously a tough race, but 
he looks well weighted. She she ran fourth in the race last year without things sort of falling into place for her. So you know, just hoping we can give her an answer like this year. Yeah, uh, did she give you a really good feel in the hill stakes? I know that's the first time you've really jumped on her back. Yeah, she sure did. Yeah, she um, looks remarkably placed most of the race. Why well, sort of typical sort of um, stop and start staying race, which which never really suits you know the good horses. But um, I suppose they're good horses because they got that turn of foot, and that's what she had at the three hundred there. Once she once she saw daylight, she just extended beautifully. And what impressed me the most was I don't really. Feel like she got to a top until about 50 out, and that's 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 you know, and um, obviously she's got she got an extra 400 metres on Saturday. It's been a a great carnival uh, up in Sydney for you, and uh, you've picked up a, a mouthwatering ride in the Cox Plate now. We're on Fangirl, who who was just so dominant in the King Charles. Uh, obviously, the 2,000 metres is a box uh, that she's got a tick at Mooney Valley, a high pressure race, but. Um, what was your um, thoughts on the performance on the weekend? I, 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 when I watched the race, when I watched the replay, obviously I had, um, you know, think it over in the race, and you know, uh, just once I sort of took my eyes off him and and, and watched watched the other horses in the race around him, and um, you know. Put a close eye out of the fangirl. I thought, geez, she could be the Cox Plate winner. And um, there you go. Two days later, I've, I've got to thank all the riders. So um, really, it was it was hard. Although I, I, I obviously would have had very nice rides up here in Sydney. I, I think it was too hard to knock back. Um, she's she's in great order and proved that there on Saturday. And and um, you know, you don't get many opportunities to win a Cox Plate. Very difficult. Um, obviously the Waller camp, I spoke to Chris this morning out of track work and, um, he said that you have to give her a chance because if she can win the Cox Plate, she's almost the horse of the year. What are your thoughts being by Sebreen and, uh, the way she's bred, the way she races, uh, about a strong 2000 metres around the valley? Yeah, look, I, I, she's obviously going to be hoping... Uh, a couple of them can do the sort of bully can work for her and do the do the hard yards and, and she can just sort of suck into it for as long as she can and have the last shot, I guess. But, um, you know, like she was brilliant winning um, the binary there at Newcastle. It was, a, it was a funny year that year because of the wet tracks and things. She's not sort of suited on a wet track and it was probably, to be honest, in 1850 mm. because it was a little bit wet, might have been more like 2000. So she has, you know, and that was only a three-year-old, but um, three year old company, but the, the way she did it, look at the end of the day, she hasn't failed at two thousand. So I think that's a positive. She's, um, who knows, we, we, she might even be better. So I'm happy to take the punt and go down and ride it for sure. Yeah, she's the X Factor horse now in the Cox Plate. There's no doubt about that. Uh, on Saturday, you didn't have any luck, but gee, Private Eye ran outstandingly well in the Everest once again. Yeah, he's a beauty, isn't he? Um, He's look. He, he had some trouble last prep, which Joe um, was able to sort of have a little operation on him, I think, and uh, get, him, get him sort of back to his best. And, and you know, this preparation's well. He, look, I, I think um, 
I think he, he's still got a lot ahead of him, to be honest. He, he's, um, who knows, he could end up one of the best spinners I've ever ridden. So, he, yeah, he, he's, I was very proud of what he was able to do on Saturday. And, um, you know, obviously, not a, not a great day to not have everything fall into place for you. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, have a lot of fun over the next, next few years with this horse. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, he'll be he'll be back again for another tilt the way he's going. Uh, Tom Kitten was um, he was probably the hard luck story of the day in Sydney, but the way he he was able to pick himself up and hit the line in the gloaming. Did I hear correctly where you said at the start of the day, or were you misquoted that um, you thought he could be one of the best horses you've ever sat on? Uh, I, I, yeah, look, I, I wanted him first up this prep and, and, you know, just knowing from where he'd come from the prep before and, and thought it was a bit of an ugly duckling, which which showed great potential, and then he'd gone out and had a spell and come back in magnificent order. Um, I, I, look, honestly, his form really should read a lot better. He's, he's, he's had no luck in glass too, and, and I think the real rock-hard tracks aren't helping him. Um, but in saying that, he, he could have quite easily won his last two and, and you know, his forms through the roof, you know, had, had he been able to do that. And, um, yeah, no, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty special horse and he's on the way up. He, is, um, he, he could be sort of going around in their better staying races next year for sure. Is the plan to go to a, a spring champion or could he come down for a, a Victoria Derby? It's definitely to go to the spring champion and... I, I wouldn't be at all shocked if he, if he, you know, was able to train through that, get get, it, get himself into the derby because he, he's, he's that type of horse that um, there's no bottom to him. So it'll be interesting. I, I just, as I said, uh, the, the little the little thing is, I'm not, uh, you know, it's probably there's no real escaping him up here at the moment. There's there's rock hard tracks that some some horses are loving it and some aren't. And he's sort of one that I, I feel is not really um, enjoying him. It's interesting you say that. I spoke to Craig Williams this morning and he said the, the track was like concrete on Saturday and it didn't suit Mr Brightside. Uh, uh, do they need to put a bit more juice into the tracks in Sydney at the moment? Um, yeah, I, I, I've always felt so. I mean, there's, there's plenty of people that don't agree with that. But, um, you know, I, I think our, our better horse's longevity, you know, I, I always think that that little bit of give is very important but um you know like also fangirls you know she skips over the ground and seems you know loves it so there's cases for for a lot of it i guess you know vice versa but um i've just told you what i think yeah Mm. um you're riding outstandingly well uh you're only one win behind james mcdonald and the uh the metro premiership up there and um, there's some thought. Matt Stewart thinks you're riding as well as you ever have. Uh, you've been, as we say, around for quite some time, winning a Caulfield Cup 19 years ago. Um, what's your own self-assessment of how you're riding at the moment? Yeah, look, I'm really happy with the way I'm riding. I'm, I'm enjoying the job. I, I think I ride better when I'm, you know, really enjoying it. I had a really good break um, over the end of the winter there. Went fishing in Darwin, in Arnhem Land, and... Uh, mm. That was about five weeks off, just fishing and really let me air down and, and sort of come back more focused than ever. And, and that's sort of, uh, yeah, a little... And I think as, as, as you do, 
get on in life and get a bit older and you've got to do the little things like that occasionally to, to sharpen yourself back up and get yourself back on, on, the, on the job and um, and um, that's sort of what I did and, and, and I'm, I've paid the dividends sort of doing the hard work coming back and you know there's, there's plenty of opportunities if you, if, you, if you do the hard work and um, it's great when you're getting a few re- results like I've been. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you back in Melbourne. Uh, a tilt at a Cox, another Caulfield Cup with Montefilia and then the Cox Plate with Fangirl. Uh, anything looking promising from a Melbourne Cup perspective at this stage? No, no, not yet. It's um, Look, I, I, I've got uh, Cepheus who will who, run in the, the big dance up here, um, which I think this year might have been worth $3 million. So it's, it's, uh, he'll be one of the, one of the favourites in that. But at the same time, if a real good Melbourne Cup ride came along, I wouldn't be knocking that back. Nash, great to catch up, mate. Well done with how the spring's gone, and good luck in the Caulfield Cup on Saturday. Yep, my pleasure. Thanks a lot, Michael. Nash Rewilla joining us there. Uh, he's just in outstanding form, and uh, they're two very nice rides, especially Fangirl. Uh, now entered and confirmed for the Cox Plate. Just having a look at that Cox Plate market. Romantic Warrior is a $4.50 favourite. Alligator Blood, $6. Gold Trip at $8. Militarised, $8. Victoria Road uh, is an $8 chance. And then we're out to $9 for Fangirl and Mr Brightside. And Montefilia, uh before the final field in the barrier draw, which will be conducted tomorrow night in the... Caulfield Cup is an $11 chance. Gold Trip, Sulcum, uh, the equal favourites as we speak just ahead of West Wind Blows. Uh, they are both at $5. West Wind Blows and without a fight, a $6 chance. So, uh, as you uh, would have heard earlier, still no decision read Gold Trip. We'll expect to hear something probably later this afternoon.